We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Below as you join in. Without further ado, we're just going to jump into it. So, you know, the topic for today is going to just be godly living. My God. Godly living. And it sounds like such a simple, simple, simple topic. Um, and it is. Because the Bible says my, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. So mm -hmm. it can be easy. Mm -hmm. um, but we just want to make sure that we're allowing God into all areas of our lives. Every aspect. Every aspect. Every and living aspect. that godly lifestyle, being a disciple, mm -hmm. which means what, sis? Being a disciple means being a follower of Christ. A disciplined follower a of disciplined Christ. A disciplined follower of Christ. So, yeah. So we just want to lead this generation back into discipleship. Because um, something that kind of sparked this was, okay, the shade room. Okay. Had posted, it was like some godly quote, and it was dope, you know, very, um, don't look at my nails, y'all gotta, gotta go get them done. Um, it was very simple, um, but it was so many millennials in there saying, if you believe in God, you're stupid. If you believe in the Bible, that was something that was used to keep the black people enslaved. enslaved. First of all, you don't know your history, okay? Because, yeah, we're going to, listen, we're going to debunk those claims soon. Just live coming soon. Live coming soon on how the Bible supports slavery for black people because it doesn't. Okay. And if you believe that now let's let's you know, let's make it plain. Some people have misinterpreted that um during the eighteen hundreds when uh slavery was definitely there. Um some of the slave masters did misinterpret scriptures in the Bible mm -hmm. in order to keep keep black people enslaved. But mm -hmm. to say that the whole Bible was, was based, based on that is simply false. And you don't know your history. You're just <laughs> jumping on the bandwagon of what somebody else said. Because you didn't read it for yourself. Mm. We coming for y'all today. We're going to keep it 100. We're coming for y'all today. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, we're definitely going to drop your city below as you join in. Hello. Um, so, yeah. So, we're just going to talk about godly living. And the first mm -hmm. piece of that is, of course, discipline. Yes. What does discipline mean? Discipline. Discipline means discipline. You know, I didn't go into Webster before going live. So, I mean, we all know what but it give is. an example of what that means in your life. Discipline means to submit. Okay. Discipline means to have the ability and the willingness to submit. It means to not follow your flesh because as human beings, our flesh wants to do one thing mm -hmm. while our spirit man wants to do another. Mm -hmm. So who are you submitting yourself to? Are you submitting yourself? Are you disciplined enough to submit to your spirit, to submit to the Holy Ghost? Yeah. Or do you not have any discipline and only wants to follow your flesh? Okay. Google Google discipline real quick. I want to see the exact definition of it. To me, I would say I definitely had to practice discipline this week. Come back in the camera, sis. Siri, what does discipline mean? We got my technology, man. Okay. But, yeah, while sis is looking for that, um, yeah. Sister Siri is acting kind of slow, but... means the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. Mm -hmm. Do you yeah. want to hear the next one? We don't believe in punishment. <laughs> we believe in grace. <laughs> Come on here. Um, but yeah, so so essentially, so I feel as though I had to definitely practice discipline this week, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay, transparent moment. I started a new position at a hospital um, two weeks 
three weeks ago. Um, and I feel as though like it's really been kicking my behind. Like I've been having to get there at eight thirty. Some nights, like I'm there until like six or seven. Last night I left at like eight, and it's just been a whole lot. Um, however, I make it a disciplined practice in my life to pray every single day mm -hmm. to the point where I'm so used to praying every day. If I ended up missing a day this week and I was dead tired when I got home, I was like, God, like, I can't just not pray today. Like, I have to get at least 15, 20 minutes in. Something, yeah. Um, and that was, like, dead tired, eyes, bloodshot red. Like, I had to make my prayer time because that's a disciplined area in my life. And that was something that was developed over time. It didn't happen overnight. But that's just that level of discipline that um, I was able to develop based on the practicing it every single day. Mm -hmm. So that's just... um. Yeah. And I would say even an example to that is, um, so to your point, my whole day and schedule revolves around two things. Like I got to pray. I got to put my prayer time in. got to get my devotion time in. I got to work out. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a game. We had our first preseason game um, this week. We had our first preseason game on Thursday. So I knew I wouldn't get home until like 11, 12 o'clock at night. So what did I do? I woke up super early just so I can get in my prayer time, just so I could work out. Because that's the level of discipline that you have to have. Exactly. Like, can you do what God has called you to do beyond what your flesh wants? No, you can't. Seriously. Like, I, I, like, I think about this all the time. Like, I just wonder... Like, if God's people would just get into his head, into their heads, that, like, you can be talented, you can be gifted, you can have all the anointing in the world, but if you're not disciplined, that talent and that anointing is going to go to waste. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Okay. So, basically, um, Catherine Kuhlman, right? I love watching her ministry. She has an amazing healing ministry, right? Now, you could have that same type of healing ministry. Let's say God did bless you with a, a healing anointing. But if you're not reading about healing, if you're not practicing healing, if you're not getting to your word and praying to God every day, you will never reach a level of that, that same magnitude of power. The magnitude and the power in which you choose to operate in is based on your level of discipline. discipline. If you're not disciplined, then you're not going to be able to have that level of that, that power. So, yeah. Hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. Um, yeah. So awesome. it's important to be really disciplined. Awesome. So to that, I have your level of discipline is always matched on your determination to fulfill your purpose. I just said that. You did. The Holy Ghost is moving because I wrote this all up. We wasn't together. We weren't together. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So you're not going to be able to fulfill. You think you keep envisioning yourself as this, this, this salon owner or as this big business owner walking into a Fortune 500 company or, or what have you. But... If you are not disciplined, you will never get there. You Why? will never get there. Why? Because you don't have discipline. Mm -hmm. Because you, you, <laughs> what does discipline look like? Discipline looks like praying when you, when you, when you don't want to. Right. Uh, our bishop, AKA our dad, yeah. Our bishop, AKA our dad says, um, there's only two times to pray. When? When you feel like it and, and when you don't. don't. When you feel like it and when you don't, it's only two times to pray. So, if you don't have the discipline to research that industry that you want to be a part of, if exactly. you don't have the discipline to read up on, on what it is that you want to learn about, I'm reading two books right now. One is Prophetic Activation by, what's his name? John Eckhart. John he Eckhart. Because I believe that, you know, God is doing a work in us. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that he's called us to do certain things. And if I'm not reading and educating myself on it, then... What am I what am I gonna be able to do in the kingdom? Mm -hmm. And even taking it like what you were saying, like even not from a spiritual perspective, from even a business perspective, right? Yeah, like and that was my wanna... second point, right? Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so another book I'm reading is called Crushing It by Gary Vee. I'm sure y'all all know him. Um Hey Megan. 
Um, Gary V is like this big entrepreneur. If you go to his Instagram, he's like, he owns like various companies, millions okay. of dollars. Um, he just wrote a book called Crushing It. It's about branding yourself on social media. Mm -hmm. So what is this thing called double portion if I don't sit here and do research on how to make it grow? Discipline. You have to be disciplined mm -hmm. in the area in which you want to succeed. Exactly. That's exactly. it. Do you have anything else you want to add to that? No, we can no. move on to that. Okay. So the next thing is godly living as far as wealth. So the church, okay. So we did a um we did a post with Instapray at Instapray. Shout out to them. Instapray, we love them. Yeah, shout out to them. They posted one of our stuff. It was um God is not gonna what is it? God is not gonna give you your fifty million until you learn no. to manage. God can't give you your millions, millions until, until you learn, learn to manage, manage your thousands. thousands. Which is crazy because on Sunday Dad preached that in his yes. message. Yes, he sure did. And I was like, okay. We weren't even together. We weren't. The Holy Ghost. Um, but yeah, so and then under that comment, it was just like a slew of belief. First of all, they had a million followers on there. About how many would you say? Like probably a thousand comments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All negative. All, well, <laughs> mostly negative. Mostly negative. <laughs> um, but that's cool. Because I wrote under the comment, hey, drop your city below. I wrote under the comment, God, whatever millions they don't want, I pray that you bless me with. Bless me, Lord. <laughs> Come on. Somebody say, you going to hell. <laughs> Listen, um, somebody said, you know, it ain't about the money. It's about the souls. It's always going to be about the souls. It's always going to be about the souls. Always going to be about the souls. But it's, gonna be, it's hard to witness to somebody when you stress out about your rent. God, provide my needs so I can begin to provide other people. Come on, we are, we're supposed to be blessed to be a blessing. It's exactly. not about the money, but God's people in the Bible were well taken care of. Well taken care of. Okay. Have you ever heard of Solomon? Have you ever heard of Job? Joseph. Come on, the list goes on. His people that he exalted was always well taken care of. And I don't think that, not even just on a spiritual level, they had mad cattle. That's, That's what I'm talking about. Into like Bentleys in our era. First of all, Bill Gates wouldn't be a thing. Because Job would have outdid him. And Joseph. And Solomon. Awesome. <laughs> so, look. Okay. It's not about the money, but I. Jesus said that he came so that we can live life more abundantly. More abundantly. That means beyond our expectations. Beyond it. He did not come so that we can live paycheck to paycheck. Absolutely not. I'm sorry, but. That's not the will of God. That's not the will of God. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Poverty, first of all, is a spirit. Poverty so until spirit. The, the body of Christ understands that, we're going to be very comfortable with living from paycheck to paycheck. Come on. So that's why it's important to submit yourselves in a godly lifestyle by way of your wealth. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Are you faithful to your house in tithing? Mm -hmm. Are you faithful to the church that you say you belong to in your tithes and your offerings? Mm -hmm. That's very important. Um, the first thing I do when I get paid is, okay, cool. Transfer, yep, transfer that money to whatever account that I have to set aside for my tithes and offering until I get to church on that Sunday so I can pay it via cash oh, app. We have cash app, yeah. So yeah or you can just pay it on cash app. <laughs> I like the satisfaction of getting the money and then putting it in the offering and just walking away just feeling good like, God, you love did you. It again. You did it. <laughs> um, but that just comes from, from 
from birth, you know, we were taught the importance of um, tithes and offering. Like when we used to get our little $5 allowances, they were like, all right, you need to tithe your 50 cent. Yep. You know, um, so that starts from from a young age. But you, you got to submit yourself in your giving. Mm -hmm. How can you claim to be wealthy? How can you strive to be wealthy if you're not even faithful to God's house? Wow. Um Take care of y'all, his house, and he'll, he'll take, take care, care of yours. yours. The greatest investment is in the kingdom of God. That's the greatest investment. We spend a lot of time, like, investing in, like, stocks and putting our money into, like, Which bonds and all these things. It's great to do that. But a kingdom investment is the only thing that can allow you to reap to uh, from sure. a physical level as well as from a spiritual level. Yeah. Because I can't tell. Go ahead. Because if you if you invest in, like, Toys R Us. Well, you wouldn't think that. Yes. Not Toys R Us. No, that's Apple. actually a good example. Okay. That is Oh, Jesus! Hallelujah! That was a mistake. That was the Holy Ghost. If you invest in the whole, if you invest in Toys R Us, what's gonna happen? You're gonna go broke. Why? Yeah. Because they just went bankrupt. But if you invest in the kingdom, paying your tithes, giving an offering, then you're you can invest on it. You're never gonna go broke because you because you can reap on a physical level. You will get that money back one hundredfold, mm -hmm. and you will also receive the spiritual benefits. Yeah. It's not always about the physical stuff that you receive, but at the end of the day, what if you needed a healing and your healing was left in the, the, the amount of faith that you released in your offering on Sunday? And oh, it's not in the, some people think it's about the money. It's not. Oh, the pastor wants your money. No, we no, don't. we don't. No, we don't. My dad don't need your money. My dad don't need your money. <laughs> um, but no, <laughs> but it's not about the money. It's not about you giving your offering to a man. It's not about that. Absolutely It's not. about you being faithful to the word of God. And can we address that? Because... I really get tired of people saying, oh, the pastor just wants your money. First of all, number one, tithe and offering is in the Bible, so you should obey it. Second of all, what the pastor does with the money, that's between him and God. If he ain't doing right, then trust and believe God is going to judge God him. Judge that him. is not your place as a parishioner, as a member of the church, to judge your pastor Come what on, he's doing with the money. That's not your place. So, amen. I just had to rebuke the people real quick. But I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Amen. So, Godly living. So, you know, the way that you do that is by submitting in your tithes and your offering. Mm -hmm. Everything else will fall in place. Then you need to budget. You Absolutely. have to budget your money. As soon as I can pay, yes, I take away money from my tithes, but I also have a spreadsheet on Excel because first spiritual, then natural. Mm -hmm. I also have a spreadsheet on Excel that has, you put in your gross amount and then I put in my bills and then it gives me my net. Yeah. So what's, what's left that I can um, spend, which is why my nails aren't done right now. But glory to God, I'm going after this. Hallelujah. Yes. Um, and you actually just taught me that method. It's really complicated, in my opinion. It's not. <laughs> it's basic. It's basic Excel. Okay. <laughs> I don't know basic Excel. Okay. All right. I can name the cranial nerves in the brain. And all that <laughs> and I do not know Excel. <laughs> all right. So, um, I mean, would it help if we put something on the app to help you guys budget and all that good stuff? That would be great. I would love that. Can you help me budget later on today? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. So if you guys want us to go more into depth in that in any of these topics, just let us know. Do you have the levels of wealth in here? Guys, no. levels of wealth? No. Oh man. I think my notes are upstairs. That there are four good. different levels of wealth. We could talk about that a later lot. Would y'all be interested in that? Guys, four levels of wealth. Either like or comment below. All right, what's going on? It's your girl Lala Shepard. Boss Brit the most lit. What's up? It's your girl DJ Excel, and you are tuned into the Progress Report podcast. Okay, and if you're a fan of hip hop news and culture, make sure y'all like and subscribe to our podcast, The Progress Report. Brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop, powered by creators.